0: All right. How, how are you getting on? I just closed. I just closed my eyes there, and it felt amazing. Off to the off to the land of Nod, huh? Hey, is hey, Who's your little your little your little fella? Is he off to the land of Nod? Is he? I couldn't help but notice, notice your little fella there is. He thought he must be off to the land. He must be two fucking clicks away from the land. And know the little cunt. Sleepy boy. Your son. Get away from him. Don't be talking. I'm off to the land of Nod, huh? Yeah. Well. Well, I wish I was off to the fucking... I tell you, you know, you don't even... Uh, you... It's funny the things you don't miss. No, look, like, you think you're going to miss the points. You think you're going to miss hanging out with your mates you actually don't even miss sleep uh, when you have a kid you don't even miss sleep What? You? sleep what so I can't fucking look at my darling boy I don't I, I know what I do at that pick. off to the land of Nod huh no, there was Noddy this is fucking PC gone mad right changing Noddy's best mate Big Ears to fucking what did I change his name to hang on talk amongst yourselves here for a second Noddy's Big Ears. What was his name? They changed him. Noddy Big Ears Band is the language I'm seeing here. Um, oh yeah, they called him... Um, yeah, but what did they change his name to though? Why was Noddy and Big Ears Banned? Uh, says ABC. Um, banned. Noddy was labelled a homosexual, misogynist and a racist. What?! Hang on a second. Talk amongst yourselves here for a second. Um, banned by librarians in the 50s for being insufficiently li- insufficient literature, Enid Blyton's top money spinner, Noddy, uh, then became politically incorrect only a few years ago. Noddy was labelled as homosexual misogynist and a racist. Homo- as I, He was labelled a homosexual misogynist and a racist and cast into political exile. What are you talking about? Noddy, the little man with the red and yellow tie. How how was he? Sorry, I'm I'm only finding this out now. Um, The writer has been accused of sexism, racism and xenophobia and her writing were deemed unfit for growing minds. I was just going to talk about how the fact they had to change Big Ears' name. If you don't know Noddy, right? He's a little twat, a little twerp, right? Um, Little fucking, you know, he's got that real kind of I'm not gonna get it. On. I just feel like a... he's got that kind of like I'm innocent, but he's not like he. He's got like a rosy cheeks. Do you know what I mean? Like he's he's using the whole rosy cheek, batten eyelashes thing to be like kind of a come hither vibe. Do you know what I mean? Like you know, Noddy be the sort of lad who it, not not who you would. Noddy, a pedo might meet Noddy online and then go to his house, and Chris Hansen might walk out. Is what I'm saying, right? Noddy's the sort of lad you rock out if you want to entice a paedophile, is what I'm saying. I won't, I don't know what they want. I don't know what they're after. But I think if they're after a, a certain type of uh, cheruby boy, it would be Noddy, and he has a, <laughs> he has uh, he has an older friend. He's got an old friend back in back then. It was fine to have an old mate. Nowadays, it's a fucking madman from the estate, you know, the the salt and, the 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 ready salted kid. You know what I mean? That's that's now you befriended old man. But he had a little friend, Big Ears. And this is what I was getting at, was that they had to change the name of Big Ears in Naughty to something else. And I was trying to find that. Similarly to Thomas the Tank Engine, they had to call him Mr. Top Hat Man instead of Fat Controller. Fat twat. You fat controlling twat. The trains will arrive when they arrive, you fat swats. It was decided that Naughty was a closet homosexual who'd had countless of on-screen trysts with his live-in lover. Live-in lover. You'll be my live-in lover from Liverpool, and your name will be Biggie's. You'll be my long-haired lover from Liverpool. Uh, <laughs> off to the land of Nod. Um, but rather than face dramatic removal from show business, it was decided some lifestyle changes were in order for Naughty and his cohorts. How do you be a homosexual and a misogynist and a racist? Not to say that, you know I've met some gay people who are assholes. Do you know what I mean? I wanna name names. But, you know, that's not a, you don't get a fucking pass. You know what I mean? Um You know, I will let you away with more. I'm not gonna lie, I will let you away way more, you know, but um you don't get a full pass. Um you know, if you're any kind of, you know, ah well, This is this is the one this is the podcast now, you know, when they said Simon Harris and he was on he was on Today FM and he was like um uh, well, guys, let's not let's not you know let's not forget the fact that this is COVID nineteen. There have been eighteen other covids, and we have not found a cure for them. Of course, we know that COVID nineteen is coronavirus disease uh, two thousand nineteen is what it stands for. Not that this is the nineteenth. It's not like hey, Michelangelo, where's the other fifteen uh, chapels? You know, it's not that kind of shite. This is so. I feel like Simon Harris now. About to say something really dumb. On very little sleep. So I'm going to rein it in. But apparently not Noddy. Why, why am I even reading this? Um, ABC.net.au Noddy. A homosexual misogynist and a racist. With his living lover from Liverpool. Big ears. What did they change his name to? This isn't what I was getting at. Why was Noddy banned? That's the first Google thing. Why was Noddy banned? Um... Mr. Squeaks. Mr. Squeaks. Okay. not Between Noddy and his live-in partner, Mr. Squeaks. You're hardly fucking closeted, are you? And I will say this about Naughty. now that I'm letting it all hang out. Um, Noddy. So, Not Look. Naughty. I know I described Noddy as a kind of pedo trap previously. You know, a second ago. Um, but not, let's let's remember that Noddy is a grown man, okay? Noddy, the little elf boy from Enid Blyton, is. Does have I even explained? <laughs> Noddy drives a car, which makes him a grown man. So I'm gonna say this now: Noddy, you know, maybe you're part of some larger, you know, P, you know, uh, non-spashers Toyland edition. You know, maybe you're part of these lads who go up on Facebook Live and trap people. You know, Chris Hansen comes out, you know, but you are playing a very dirty game. You are playing a very dirty game looking like that. Dressing like that. Hang on. What's the story? I found something here. The tie all the times Enid Blyton was racist, sexist, and xenophobic in her books. So I'm not gonna get into this room. Right now okay. Here we go. Here we go. Noddy Noddy, uh, the Noddy series was all about toy characters who lived in Toyland, including, as I mentioned, Noddy, um, the fuck boy. Um, this included uh, this included gollywogs, you know, the rag dolls, the highly offensive representations of black people, um, and in this, the these toys were portrayed as thieves, cheats, liars, and criminals. Uh, these characters were later removed from the new editions of the Noddy books, but in 1986. Um, there was also one of these characters who steals Noddy's car and dumps him naked in the fucking woods. And they were, oh no, they're sorry, they were replaced by goblins in 1986. And they only steal the shoes and apologize at the end. Jesus Christ. I never read the, the, the Famous Five or whatever it is, Enid Blyton. And you know what? Now I'm glad that I'm dumb. I was like, ma'am, no, do you know what? Get me Resident Evil 2. I'm not reading that shite because it's racist. So there we have it. Look, you are learning along with me, Noddy, the um, Noddy who we all know uh, and and you know a hero of the Toyland community for his non-spashing. actually turned out he's a horrible racist. I didn't look into the misogyny, but I won't. So there, that's not the that's not the intro I expected for this. I didn't know what I expected. Cause I'm running on empty, running on. Oh, yeah. Um, the land of Nod. Off to the land of Nod. Um, this is going to be an interesting. Look, this is a bit of a weird podcast for me. I'm not going to lie. And I'm feeling a bit nervous about it. Not just the fact that I called Noddy a fucking uh, honey dick pedo fuckboy, um, but also um, the fact that um, I'm going to be a bit vulnerable in this one. Nothing too fucking. I mean, I'm not going to do it deep here, but look, I want to um, demystify uh, the leaving cert, right? And I sent away, shouldn't have to fucking pay for it, GDPR, giving my fucking details, but I sent away for it my leave-insert results because I forgot. I can't remember what my actual points in the leave-insert were because I keep lying about them, or I think I've been lying about them since they happened, since it happened. Um, but it turned out I was actually lying about an incorrect number. Um. Well, of course I was. Of course I fucking, Gary, you're just tired. Don't talk to me like that. You wouldn't treat a dog like that. Anyway, I've got my leaving cert results. I want to talk about them. And you know what? I thought I would look at this and I'd be like, oh, the leaving cert's a scam. The leaving cert's a piece of shit. But I actually looked up some of the papers and Jesus, I just should have worked a bit harder. Having said that, loads to talk about here on this episode of The Tony Cantwell Shit Show. Here we go. one and one and one makes three let's have a threesome baby you some we some you can all come to the fucking threesome they're gonna even pull on your cacks and slap that ass back and back and back and back <laughs> and i know yeah whatever you dirty little fucker i heard your fucking rhyme and show you dirty little fucker what you say about someone's ass what you saying about her her, her ass you dirty fucker yeah, you heard your pod. You dirty fuck. <laughs> you dirty old man. Um, look, this is someone's first podcast. If that's the case, hello, how you doing? Welcome. They're not always like this. If you don't know, I recently had a child, um, a baby, and you know all the dumb cliches, all the stuff that I was on the other side of. Like you, you know, stop bringing up how much they shit. Stop bringing up what they're eating. You know, stop bringing up how many times you're, th- you're stop talking about it well I, that was me on the other side. Stop talking about your your son that was me on the other side, right um but I'm gonna be honest right I think what a lot of people do it's not like I'm talking about the kid a lot. well, I am now. Gary, leave it would not treat dog like that um it's just people I tell you you won't have, you won't find a quicker deflection than having a kid. You're like, hey, what's going on? How's the new job? Ah, yeah, Grant. No, tell, tell me about the kid, you know? And maybe it's genuine curiosity. I think the majority of it is obligation because you're like, I can't just fucking hang out with a guy and not bring up his kid. That's like a fucking, it seems like a, a crime, you know? It seems like some sort of war crime if I don't bring up someone's kid, right? Um, but look, you don't have to bring up the kid. You can talk about me. You can talk about me. Don't worry. You can ask me how, how my podcast is going, <laughs> you know? Don't have to I'll be about the kid. Look, I'm in a bit of a fowler today, Right? You can put me in the middle of the lineup. You can put me in with Steve McManaman and bloody David James, cause I'm in a fucking Fowler, Robbie Fowler, nineties Liverpool squad. Um, I'm in a Fowler, and do you know what the worst part of this Fowler is? My wife has it much worse, and she's not in a Fowler. My my wife is up all the time with the kid. I only get up a couple of times. I stayed on my phone last night. That's why I'm really tired. I know when the baby sleeps. I should have been asleep. I wasn't. I was on my phone looking at fucking tarot cards. (laughs) Different types of tarot cards, right? And what the meanings of tarot cards are. So can I really begrudge my darling boy, my darling innocent boy? I invited him here. Not only did I invite him here, but all he has now are the genetics that I gave him. So, you know... And he's been great. He hasn't even... We know when he sleeps. And we're, you know... he, 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 He is like clockwork. He is arguably the perfect baby. Yeah, I'm still in a failure. And I can't complain about it. And I can't complain about it because my fucking goddess of a wife is... I'm like fucking... I'm like fucking Art Garfunkel in this... In this, you know... In this... In this relationship... I am John Oates in this duo of parenting. Um, And it's like me. I'm there with fucking Paul Simon, right? And he's like, I wrote this new song. I'm like, oh, great. And homeward bound. I wish I was homeward bound. And I'm just saying to him, my fingers are sore. (laughs) I don't want to play the guitar anymore. My fingers are sore. And he's like, what? Do you not realize how fucking good you have it here? Like a bridge over trouble. Can we stop? I'm tired. That's me, Art Garfunkel. I'm not having to go, Art Garfunkel. I'm not even like that. I'm like, I'm John. I'm like me and Paul Simon. That's what we're like. I'm in a duo with Paul Simon, and he's writing everything. And I'm like, can we get someone to carry these guitars? You know. So that's where we are here. Um, so with that mood in mind, I have also uh, I have sent away to the Department of Education, and I talked about this in the Patreon. Um, Cause you know I'm not going to lie, right? I, I I did say on the Patreon that I was similarly in a feller, right? I'm tired and I'm not, you know, I'm not used to. I sleep until woken. That's my that's my thing, right? I literally, I would sleep, I would sleep for 48 hours if I if I wasn't woken up, and, I, and I'm also a deep sleeper. So like you know Terry wakes Terry wakes me up. Terry or alarms wake me up. Otherwise I sleep, right? And obviously as you know. I famously have a fucking ridiculous job. That means I'm swearing. Gary, he's in the middle of a story here. (laughs) Momoa coming in with the fucking mam energy. Would you leave him? He's in the middle of a story. Thanks, thanks, Jason. Um, (laughs) what was I saying? What was I saying? Um. I was saying there uh, that with the absolute cushiness of my job, um, you know, I could, I, you know, very comfortably have 10 hour sleeps every, every single night, uh, uninterrupted, you know. Um, and now that's just, that's gone. That's gone forever, you know. And I can convince myself that in my 50s, you know, oh, look, we'll be early retirement, huh? We'll have early retirement and we'll be bloody, you know, you don't sleep. Look, I've seen, I've seen my family, I've seen my parents. You know, sleep is gone, but it's fine. I'm getting a lot of kisses in. Got a new kissing friend, you know. I only had Terry, uh, you know, in the corona, in the corona world, in a post-corona world, uh, you know, to, to hug and kiss. And then got a new little fella who looks like me, and I can kiss him. Kissing a fella as well it's new for me, so um, it's been great. Um, and you know, I, I do kiss him maybe too much sometimes, and I can see him be like, eh, eh. And I get very I get very close to him. I get very close to him I say I get very close to him I say, i tell you when I'm gonna stop kissing you, son, when you can fucking fight me. When you can fucking spark out your daddy, that's the day I'll stop kissing you. Right? But until that day, my only reply is mum 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 mum. West Side till I die, TQ. boo Anyway, um, I tell you a really weird thing he does though, um, is uh and look at you Tony, you're already getting great father out of young flood. You're gonna use this in a bit someday. Um what he does is a bit weird. Um as he's as he's learning to focus and use his eyes. Why are my eyes sore? You've never used them before, right? As he's as he's adapting uh, outside the matrix, right? Um and his eyes are kind of coming into focus. Um He's now... He's looking more. And it's great. You know, we just... Literally, he'll lie there and stare at you. And you're like, wow, this is fucking unreal. Right? I made that. Right? It's class. Um, But he does this weird thing where I get very close to him. I get very close to him, I say. I get very close to him. And he starts, like, locked in focus. Always over my right shoulder. No matter what is over there. Like, he could be a window over there. It could be just a wall or a painting. Whatever it is. He's always just locked in. And especially late at night it's very scary is like is he seeing a ghost. Is he is he adopting the the quantum leap Sam Beckett rule that children can see, you know, things from different dimensions. Do you know what I mean? Um I don't know if that's exclusive, you know, but dogs and children can see things, can see weird shit, you know? Um and he's always just fucking clocked in over the right shoulder. So that's a bit spooky. Um see I thought that was weird. Also another thing I was thinking this is another observation from Bloody the you know uh, the voice of a generation, Tony Campbell. Here, You know apples, right? <laughs> Slow down, you're blowing my mind. Do you know apples? Yeah. Do you know? What I realised today. You know, people are like, you know, people apple cores are like, yeah, apple like apple cores. Apple, uh, in 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 the rubbish hierarchy, right? Apple cores. There's apple cores, eggshells, and um and. Maybe a fish bone, maybe a cartoon fucking catfish bone, right? In the hierarchy, that'd be like e right? Paper's not bad. <laughs> uh, I tell you, can't we just have these fucking leaving cert results. You'd be like, Oh, that makes bit. that that makes sense. Um in the hierarchy of rubbish, right? I'd say apple cores are like, oh when you put, if you put your hand in the bin, right? You wouldn't want to get an eggshell, right? Maybe a fear of salmonella's in there, but mostly because it's wet. Um Fish bones, arguably not great, or any kind of raw meat, or or cooked meat, you know. But, you know, you see like a cartoon cat knocking over a bin, you know, and then they peel like an apple core off them. That's like a a joke, where it's like, eh, right? What I realized about apple cores today, because I was eating one, the reason people don't, I think, I don't want to speak for everyone here, but the reason people don't like apple cores, or touching someone's old apple core, you know, you're on like the, the bus, you're on the old one, two, three, you know, on the way into town and you see a little apple core, you know, Ew, right? And then if you accidentally touch one, you're like, that's disgusting. The apple... Oh, that's the most long wind away getting at this. The gross thing... This is what I felt and then I realised was the opposite. Maybe you felt the same. The apple is wet. The inside of an apple is wet. So an apple core is wet, moist, because the apple was wet, not because someone had their mouth on it, do you know what I mean, not because someone was biting it, it's not like their teeth were individually licking the apple and that's now why it's wet, apples are wet, am I blowing your mind, (laughs) do you know what I mean, do you know what I'm getting at, do you know what I'm getting at, the apple itself, the inside of the apple fruit is wet. It's not that it's not that a mouth was on it and now it's wet because a mouth touched it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it still occupies a part of my brain, which is like, no, a mouth touched that, took a bite out of it. But if someone took a bite out of a sandwich and that bite mark was touching my arm, I wouldn't be like, you know, I wouldn't freak out the same way as an apple. If an ap- a wet apple core touched me with a bite mark on it, I'd probably flail my arms wildly, wildly. So that's a little observation of mine. Um I wrote that down a few times. Uh, make sure you bring up the Apple core a bit. Um also this fucking Okay, calm down. This fucking pisses me off. Do you ever hear this saying, right? As this is Look, I'm I I'm not that like, you know, I I I moisturize, I look after myself, right? In that in that regard. You know, I could do better. Look, like we could all do better, right? Um But I love doing Cleaning my ears, right? I love cleaning my ears. I love getting a cotton swab in there. It is it is very exciting for me. I love it. And I'm you know, arguably a bit compulsive with it. I don't do it every day. I maybe do it once every two weeks, right? But I get up in there, right? You know this term or this saying, you don't put you don't put anything in your ear smaller than your elbow, right? That's this phrase right and if you've never heard that phrase before you can hear him fucking livid about this right if you've never heard that phrase before your instant reaction is like what we can't put anything in your rear you can't can't put your elbow in your rear that's too big already and yeah yeah as in don't put anything in your rear oh cute what you making me feel fucking dumb in front of my best friend I don't remember who said it to me for the first time but I remember just going like oh yeah you don't put anything in your rear smaller than your elbow Oh, but you can't fit your elbow in there. Yeah, that's the point. Like, you fucking motherfucker embarrassing me like that. It is a smug phrase made by smug people to make people feel dumb. You hear that? And it's just stupid. Don't put that in in your ear. Don't put anything in your ear. Don't put anything in your ear. Fucking riddles. Like, why are you giving me riddles? Yeah you don't put anything that has uh, Four legs Then uh, two legs Then three legs uh, wh- Whatever <laughs> <laughs> Fucking riddles Don't be making me out to be a moron For health advice Fucking smaller than your elbow Look I obviously I got duped right I got embarrassed about this Someone said it one time I was like yeah but you can't put your elbow in your ear you don't. at the point Jesus or actually why what, what is the riddle? There's a riddle about your actual your elbow. Hang on, where is it? Oh yeah, yeah, here yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, what can you hold in your left hand and not in your right Your right elbow, right? Another riddle, right? So yeah, how about we how about we make it even more complicated? We really sort sort the the, the wheat from the chaff here, right? Yeah, don't put anything. Don't put anything in your ear smaller than the thing that you can hold with your left hand, but not your right. Yeah, don't put anything in your ear. Anyway, um, it's just smug. Do you know what I mean? It's smug, and it doesn't belong part of the lexicon. We shouldn't be acting. You, you know, I just didn't get it, and I'm embarrassed. Don't put anything in your ear, man. Speaking of smug, let me tell you about the guy who invented chess, right? Did you ever hear of Sisa? Sisa, right? Sisa, right. I remember hearing this in economics, right? Um, I'm just being like, what a smug bastard, right? So Sisa, so the chess board already existed for whatever reason. They were playing other other games on it. Um, uh, What was it? Uh, I don't know, whatever. The chessboard already existed, right? So this guy, Sissa, invents chess for this Indian king, for educational purposes, right? He's like, oh, that's the king, that's the queen, that's the pawn. You know, this is your little castle, this is your gaff. Um, you know, that's that's the bishop or whatever, whatever it was in India, right? And uh, the king is like, class, that's unreal. Thank Thank you very much. I love this game, right? This is like me talking to John Romero or something like this, you know? I'm the king, of course. Um, or you know, saying to fucking Corey Barlog from the, the director of the God of War, right? But I thank you so much, right? So, this is the same kind of like, wow, I respect you. You're an incredible game developer here. You've come here and as a gift to me, a king, have given me this game. I will give you anything. I am so into this game that I will give you anything, Sisa, whatever your heart desires. If it's a lordship, if it is women, you know, whatever, it's a different time then. If it's, um, you know, gold, I'll give it to you. Cesar goes, right? Just rice. Just rice. All right? The king's like, what? And he goes, all I, all I ask is rice. All I want is rice. Okay? And the king's like, all right. Are you sure all you want is rice? And Cesar goes, yes. But I would like as much rice to fill this chessboard. And I would like one grain to be put on the first square and two grains on the second square and for it to double for each square on the chessboard. And the king's like, what? All you want is rice. All you want is rice. And he's like, yes, but for each square to double the previous amount on the square. And the king's like, okay, and he's like, oh no wait, hang on. Um, there's like 64 squares on that. We just thought up the numbers, and it's actually that's too much rice. We don't have enough. We don't have. There is that not that much rice, if it's, you know, to the power of 64, which we've just figured out. Um, there isn't that much rice. And C says like, ha ha. <laughs> and you know what? He got killed. He got fucking killed, and rightfully so. Smug. It's like it's like the cast of... Now you see me. Right? Just smug. I just want rice. And I want you... Oh, you've just re... So what, what was the end game here? You come here with your little game... Which is smart enough, right? You've impressed me. Right? Obviously you'll never be king... Because you're not a descendant of God... Or a descendant of a... Uh, interbreeding reptile of the Chitahori clan. But... You're smart... You've invented this game. I like you. I fancy you. I'll listen to the game. And then he's like, yeah. And I want you to dub. Ha ha. I have come up with a number that you didn't realize. Of rice. Now there's stories that he maybe wasn't killed. And that he was given like some another gift by a king. An idiot probably. Some fucking. (laughs) I've never heard of a number this big. You shall be king. So that's the guy who invented chess. And I remember hearing that, like, and it was said to me, like, and it's always said, like, he duped the king with mats. But it's just smug, right? I tell you, if I wasn't so tired, I could probably deliver this better. Anyway, sure. Um, the leaving search. I. <clears throat> I. sent away to the Department of Education, paid 15 fucking euro for it. They shouldn't have to pay anything. You know, whatever, give them the money. You know, give them the money, why not? Education, all that. Paid 15 euro um, because I was procrastinating and I sent away to have my leave-insert results. And I thought it'd be fun uh, because I was talking about the leave-insert a couple of weeks ago. I was talking about continual assessment and I thought it'd be fun to look at my leave-insert results and you know what? Just fucking get them out there. Tell you what they are. You know, tell you how I did. I'll, I'll I'll spoiler alert, didn't do great, right? Didn't do great. Didn't do terribly, you know? But I'll tell you, I got these leave insert results and I thought I would be like, oh, this would be funny. This would be like checking out a Bebo, you know? Checking all, like an, an old Bebo photo of me with a fringe, probably, you know? Oh, God, yeah. Or reminisce, you know? Nostalgia, you know? And I opened this thing and I was hit with the same fucking wave of disappointment that I had in 2006. Right? 14 years ago, almost, well, not to the day, but I, almost 14 years ago this week, I sat down and did my Leaving Cert, right? And I was hit with just a wave of disappointment for multiple reasons. One, there weren't the results that I wanted. Obviously, you want to see success. So you, you, you top them up and you realize you're not going to get, I wasn't going to get anything in my first fucking five choices, right? Second realization is, Of course, I wasn't going to do well in those subjects. I picked the wrong subjects. These were subjects that I had no interest in. I took some bad advice and picked subjects that someone loosely said without me ever following up that they were easy to get in the leave insert. Um, And also that they were such a mishmash of subjects that they were never going to flex. There was no variety in flexing the muscle there, Right. Using the same muscle to memorize geographical information as you are economics, in my opinion, or physics, right? And these were not my strong suits. And also, just seeing the subjects, I was like, Tony, if you didn't even have the initiative to pick a subject, it's just too much pressure. It is too much pressure, right? I'm, 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 I feel like I'm laying into myself as a child here. But the reality is, you come out of transition year doing fuck all, making stuff up, making dumb films, making music. Like And especially if you're in a, you know, I don't want to say a shit school, right? the you know, school isn't shit, but we had a shite TY program. The teachers did their best, but it was shite. It was like, let's just figure out something to do with these kids because we don't know what to do. Let's do fucking drawing lesson or whatever like that. Let's do fucking colour in between the lines lesson. It was terrible, right? This was not the kind of flex the different muscles. You don't I need to stop saying flex muscles. This was not kind of explore different avenues that the confines of the junior and leaving cert you know, restrict, you know, this is not letting you then explore different avenues. It wasn't right. Again, the teachers did their best, but it wasn't. OK, so you come out of that and then you have to start picking your subjects. So now what you're doing at the age of 15, right now, 16, right? At the age of 15 to 16, you're full of hormones, right? You're you're possibly still a frigid, right? And. Um, you are going into what everyone describes as really shit years you've been told even by teachers that this is the last good year you've been told to cut down on extracurricular activities because you're gonna need to focus on your studies and then you have to pick subjects you have to pick subjects now that are going to help you pick the degree that you pick that's going to be your life choice at the time we were getting out of it a little bit for the rest of your life now it's different now people change their jobs all the time. People can even pivot industries quite easily. But at the age of 15, so you're told just pick these subjects. You don't know anything about them. You haven't got to experience them. And you're given this choice, right? And in my school, there was no music. There was no art, right? I can't begrudge my parents. It's not like they were going to go move to a different district just because that school, They, in my opinion, put me in the best school in that area. What fucking... Sob story corner is this shit, right? you meant to be fucking slagging off the Leaving Cert. But anyway. um, It's too much pressure, right? So I can't begrudge myself. But looking at these Leaving Cert results, I was like, why did you do physics? Right? Why did you do economics? Why did you do geography? Why didn't you do history that you like? You know? Why didn't you do... That was pretty much all the options, right? Phys, cam, right? Physics, I, 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 physics, I wanted to do. Physics, I thought, right? If I can figure out physics, I can probably figure out like trajectory and momentum and force, uh, and that'll make me a better fighter, right? I'll be like fucking Sherlock Holmes. I'll be tracing these invisible dotted lines in my head. Okay, that at that force, I can then uh, use his body weight against him, and I can flip him, and and then the the torque of my of my hip, uh, judo throw, you know, or um. You know I don't know That's what I thought I thought it'd be like You know A beautiful mind And I'd start seeing You know know? I'd start seeing The Matrix I thought if I did physics Right Geography They told me that It was an easy get Even though I fucking Hated geography then I like visiting The west of Ireland Now And I think The Burns cool I think the Burns Cool now But I could be Fucked I could be fucked With the burn Back then Right And um, I've never even seen An Oxbow Lake In real life and I tell you, if my wife has to hear me say, oh, do you know that scree there on the on the side when we're driving through the west in Connemara? Do you see that, dear? That's scree. That is, uh, that, that, that's the, the leftover rock from freeze-thaw action. Uh, is, is that, dear? She was like, will you stop bringing a fucking scree? You know? And I tell you what, there was fuck-all Oxbow Lake and scree diagrams in the leave-insert, so I got a C1. I got a C1 in my definite get. And then I did economics. Why was I doing economics? Why was I doing economics? I'll tell you why. Because my mate Joe told me that Adam Smith, the founder of economics, Scotsman, right? He's on the currency there, right? Uh, that he, when he was a child, uh, was kidnapped by gypsies and uh, raised by them for a few years until his uncle found him, killed the gypsies, and uh, and returned him safe, and and then he invented economics, right? And I thought it was going to be, you know, this this harrowing tale of a man trying to readapt to high society in Edinburgh. I don't know if he's from Edinburgh, somewhere, probably Edinburgh, right? Did he, have to, did he have to lose all these things that he was taught in the, you know, 1700s gypsy society, you know? Didn't come up once, right? It's all this stuff about supply and demand that I wasn't expecting. So I was annoyed that I had, so I looked at these results and I was like, do you know what? I'm just annoyed I picked those subjects. If I didn't even have the initiative then. To pick topics that was going to make my life More comfortable in a school I didn't really enjoy going to And I didn't even have the gumption to pick something that might be even more Interesting Like how did I not even think about It's not just the exam you do, you have to sit there anyway. But anyway, I got my results And these are my <clears throat> Two cents, one second, I'm going to get a glass of water Right, look, look, look look! I'm back, enough of this bloody Sob story, why didn't I 15 years ago do the history, nothing is shy right i did the subjects i did see this is the thing right i realized right when you're in a mood right look i just did a bump in the jacks right and now i'm feeling on top top of the world i'm gonna mess um look it, it, you can moan if you're in a mood you will moan on and, and it's not like you'll moan until you have nothing else to moan about you'll find stuff to moan about so i'm not doing that now i did the subjects and i did I was fucking around. I had a great time. I really had a good time during school, and this leaving cert uh, really shows that. So, in the leaving cert, I sat in two thousand and six. I got three hundred and forty points. Three hundred and forty points, which I will say, I was even though I said I was in a fowler when I saw my results. It actually put me in a bet in a kind of a good mood because I've been telling people for the last five years I got three thirty. Right. So absolute certainty, 330 at Campton, right? So I thought I got 330. Years before that, I was telling people 390, the threes, and d- divided by threes must have confused me in recent years, and I've been saying 330. So I was relieved to see that I got 340 points in the Leaving Cert. Now, I'm not going to go through all of my exams, because that wouldn't be particularly interesting. But um, I will go through... Look, there's a couple of subjects here I'm, like, a bit disappointed with. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and, and a lot of that does come from Tony... Okay, we'll we'll get we'll, we'll go we'll go in order, right? And I'll see I'll see what what, what runs off what runs off my brain. Um as you can I gotta see to in English. Um Irish I gotta be ordinary level. Now I've got a huge issue with Irish, okay? You know, it's not conversational. Um even like if you look at this there's two methods I've looked at that teach language, you know, if you're just like trying to cram before you go on like a trip or something Spain or whatever, you're trying to pick up a bit of a bit of conversational French or Italian or Spanish, you know, you got your Duolingo and Michel Tomas. Michel Tomas is a great method if you ever use that. Michel Tomas is literally like sitting in a Spanish class or French class. Um, You know, if you know a few dodgy folk online, they can sort you out normally with the difference, But um. I think this course is online you can do. Michelle Tomas is great because you're just sitting there and repeating, and it's just like, okay, you know that. Why don't you add that to this part of the language, and eventually you're growing through vocabulary, right? Similarly with Duolingo, it's like, okay, well, you know how to say that and that and that. What if I mix this around like this and this and this? You know, Irish isn't taught like that. Irish is just like, well, you have to mandatory. You know, you have to know it. Um, And back then, there weren't people in the Gale Talk doing, you know, Songs, you know, they weren't doing they weren't doing off-scale pop songs, you know. Don't know if you know about this, uh I did one for Hotline Bling, one of my earlier videos. Uh, an Oscale version of Hotline Bling, so I think it Curtu Urm is it Kurtu Glick Urm Ermophone poker, right? Kurtu Glek Urm Ermaphone polka. I had down a door is godra curtu gleck ermophone poker down wine ever since I left the city you so you know they weren't doing that back in my day you know there was no you know um, what would it be um uh, Fucking, hang on, hang on, be a or be a Whatever you know. fucking walking the Camino, singing to Vici Um, there was none of that, right? So, um, and also the fucking gale tucked itself. Look, I'm not having a go, but I am having a go. I hate the gale tucked. I hate the gale tucked. I think I've talked about this in a previous pod. Me and my mates used to sit around thinking about how, you know... I going not fucking do about it, but we were like, how could we feasibly, um, you know, set up a load of explosives along a fault line so that the gale talks on Aaron Moore could just drift into the ocean and stop stealing our women? <laughs> you put all this work in, in May and June, with the girls in the local estate, right? You're cracking on, everything's getting on well. You're bonding over fucking films and, you know... You're like, you know, one of them has a free gaff. You go to ExtraVision, get a CD. Everyone watches, or a DVD. Everyone's watching Cruel Intentions. And you're like, this is fucking mad. And then they fuck off to the Gale Talked, Start pining over some lad from Donegal. And yes, it's a great accent. I know it's a great accent. I can't compete with that. You know? And then they come back. And then, you know, they're like, who the fuck are you? And of course, you've regenerated into your fucking... Uh, Neanderthal state Because there haven't been Women around To keep your shit in check You know You've gone back To lighting things on fire Throwing cans of links In the fire You know Uh, Shaving You know Friar tuck You know I don't know Shaving your head For the laugh You know For the lads and then you're like, oh, shit. And then you're back and you look like a piece of shit. And she's pining over some fucking Donegal boy. So I have issued, I should have just gone to the Gale Talk, right? Should have just gone. There was probably a cool hot rocker chicken there for me, you know. Um, and also, you know, it's just like when I went to London. I was like, no one knows me from London, you know. I'm from Dublin. I can go to London now. And I went to London and I was like, I can be whoever I want to be here. You know what I mean? I had the same community and I love my community of friends. But I felt like I had the same community, you know. And then you go off to a Gale Talk or something like that. And you can just be whoever you want. And there's a lot that comes with releasing the baggage that you feel people have put on you. We've all seen normal people. Do you know what I mean? They all became different people and went off to college, you know? Marianne was doing great. I could have been fucking Marianne and the gale talked. You know? Smoking. Whatever. Um so I had issues with Irish. Anyway, I'm happy enough with that with that B2. Um you know. I was listening to the Oral there again. Um Permission. Permission. It's hilarious I was even skipping it as well Just to make it sound like You know Like the good old days Anyway I got a C2 in English Right And that might come as a shock To a lot of people here As you know I'm a writer performer um, You know I didn't do well uh, I'm obviously being You know yeah, I'm taking the piss. I didn't do well in English Right I know you're thinking Oh my god I Did I do better than You know uh, uh, Critically uh, loud Louded <laughs> <laughs> Critically lauded uh, comedian Tony Cantwell yeah, you probably did. Lauded, highly praised, admired. Yeah, Grant. Um, <laughs> I didn't great in English, and I, I'll tell you why. Right, I got, a, I got, a, uh, as I said, a C two in English. I went on to the website with all the Leaving papers. Right, so I went on the website. Fuck a lot of bikes outside. So I went on the website, and I found um, English Higher Level Paper One um this was wednesday the 7th of june 2006 um almost 14 years to the day 14 years uh to the day um and the first question i realized where i went wrong okay so this is basically comprehension comprehending right there's a little piece uh this is um An extract from uh, A Border Station by Shane Connachton. Uh, And, you know, it's a little excerpt from a book, and then they ask you questions to analyze, okay? So the first question is about the first paragraph, okay? And this is the first paragraph I'll read to you here, okay? She's going, said his father, branches quaking. The huge tree, tilted, twisted, and fighting to stay upright, grabbed at a neighboring tree. But bowing to its fate, keeled over with a creaking goodbye sigh, rushed to the earth with a thunderous hurricane crash. The boy felt the shock waves in his feet and saw the light flood in to the space where the tree had stood. It was mad, he thought. Ridiculous. Lady Sarah was bound to find out. His father grinned. It'll see us in firewood for the winter, thank God. So that's the first paragraph, right? And the first question of the first part of the leaving cert, right? English paper one is, do you consider the first paragraph to be an example of good descriptive writing? Now, this is where I fucked it for probably the whole leaving cert. I thought, right, do you consider this first paragraph an example of good descriptive writing? I thought, I'm going to go in here and impress these guys. And I went in and I said, no. (laughs) Do you think that's a good example do you, think that, do you think that's a good example? Uh, okay. Couldn't stay upright. Grabbed at the neighbouring tree. Bowing to its fate. It keeled over to creaking goodbye sigh. Thunderous hurricane crash. Shock waves in the feet. Like flooding the space where the tree had stood. Is that a good description? No. <laughs> and I just thought they'd read that and be like, Wow. Wow, this guy this guy must be class. This guy must show us. You know? I'm like, no. Not by my standards anyway. You call that good descriptive writing? No. I I took a gamble on that. And I thought, I'm just going to say no, right? Um, And then, obviously, they would see throughout the rest that not only does does this guy not understand good descriptive writing, he's not able to deliver on descriptive writing. And I don't even think he understood the piece. And the reality was, you're looking at this fucking paper one. And you're like, (laughs) how are you supposed to even fucking read? Do you know what I mean? How are you supposed to read? Um. So that's like Paper One, right? Paper One's always from fucking comprehension, all this shite, right? Like, here's another example. Question B, hours later, the boy's soul raged. Imagine that in, in an attempt to control his feeling, the boy writes into a diary account of the incident, you know, and all this shit. You know, articles you're kind of writing about, and then the next one is kind of like, you know, you get into the actual things that you've learned, you know, like fucking King Lear and all this shit, right? And I will say this about Shakespeare, right? And I'm not having to go, right? I got a lot of pals who are actors, right? Some who are even Shakespeare, West End Broadway actors. Is this Tony's Name Drop Corner? Yeah, go on. Is it Lily Waltz, A bottle he's a hard Let's find out. It's Tony's Name Drop Corner. Here we go. Thank you, Tristan Carroll, for the new Tony's Name Drop Corner. Um, yeah, Gavin Dre, who I act and, you know, he's become somewhat of a pal uh, in uh, through Dream Gun, um, you know, is the, the voice of... Um, the lead protagonist in Cyberpunk 27 You know, he's an actor. He's out on Broadway. It's Tony's Drop Corner. Here we go. Thank you very much, Tristan Carroll, for that remix of Tony's Name Drop Corner. Um, so I know that there's people who, you know, acting in Shakespeare isn't easy. You have to remember all them lines. I think I could fake it, though. I'm pretty sure I could fake... I'd have to remember all the lines. That's tough, right? But I reckon... I'll give you an example. Right here we go. Um, This is the soliloquy, right, from Macbeth. Okay. Now I'm going to read it to you twice. Okay. In as in as in as Shakespearean actor as I can. But what I've done is I have emphasized, I have highlighted different words, different different nouns and verbs. Okay. And then I have highlighted completely different ones. So I'm going to read it twice. The first time I've highlighted certain. Nouns and verbs and the second time I've highlighted completely different nouns and verbs that I'm going to emphasize right so I'm going to emphasize different words and I'm telling you this it's going to sound incredible either way right but yeah I'm going to so if I were to say this to you you'd be like this guy sounds like he you can make Shakespeare sound like you know what you're talking about is what I'm saying okay so this is the this is the dagger soliloquy from Macbeth okay I'm just trying to prove if I emphasize completely different words it still sounds like I know what I'm talking about and I can make Shakespeare sound class. Okay, so this is the first one. Is this a dagger which I see before me? The handle toward my hand. Come let me clutch thee. I have thee not, yet I still see thee still. Art thou not a fatal vision sensible to feeling as to sight? Or art thou but Dagger of the mind of false creation Proceeding from the heat Oppressed brain I see thee Yet in form as palpable As this which now I draw Right, that's the first one Now will you hear, I completely Emphasize different ones and it sounds just as good, right Is this a dagger Which I see before me The handle toward my hand Come let me clutch thee I have thee not and yet I still see thee still. Art thou not fatal vision, sensible to feeling, as to sound thou art but? A dagger of the mind? A false creation? Proceeding from the heat, oppressed brain, I see thee yet as as palpable. As this which now I draw. Completely different. But it sounds... And that's the thing. You have oh, Cumberbatch doing a brand new Shakespeare. When all of a sudden he's done like, or he's done, he does fucking, you know, Hamlet, right? Yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch. And I'm not having a go Gavin Dre, my pal Gavin Dre, who's actually been in Hamlet. A living. Anyway, sure. I'm just saying, Benedict Cumberbatch comes out. You see like, oh my God, have you seen the new to be or not to be? Like the, every word must have been like they've they've run out of stuff there, you know? To be or not to be? You know? To be or not to be? To be or... Not to be. To be or not. To be. To be or not to be. You know? They've just fucking... River on. You can just emphasise whatever you want in Shakespeare. The almost difficult part is memorising the lines. It's like remembering the 100 digits of pi. The, the circle number. But not nearly as impressive. Um, What else do we do here? Matt's i got a B2. Fuck Mats. <laughs> Gotta be two in ordinary in ordinary level. Um This is no ordinary level mats no ordinary level mats shade You know ordinary love by Shade. I didn't write on about mats. Mats, you know Mats was just I ne- I I still to this day have nightmares about mats. Like like to go in, and like, I should I should have just, you know, my cousin Omar was great. He would just put his hand up and be like, sir, I don't understand that. Can you explain? And then the teacher would explain at the end of class, right? I never did that. I never did that, okay? I would just be like, ah, I'll figure it out. Ah, I'm sure I'll figure out whatever X is eventually. It'll be fine, you know? Ah, well, you get most of the points for figuring out, for showing how you got it. It's only a little bit of points for actually getting the number right, so I'll be fine, you know? But I still have nightmares to this day of, their, of me being put back in... And I didn't have difficulty, a huge difficulty with maths. I know there's a lot of people who had, like, and that's so tough. People who have real, proper difficulty with maths. Who are, like, like it is just, it is taking up, like, 90% of their anxiety, right, is maths. And it's actually taking up, like, 70% of their time just for, like, I wish there were subjects with that where I was, like, I'm not even going to fucking try. I don't care if I fail, right? I'm not even going to touch it. I'm going to trim it all down. Because if you think about it, you're only getting six anyway, right? So if you just get rid of one completely, you know, you're you're hedging your bets. Anyway, um, I still have nightmares that I'm back in sixth year as a grown man, having to sit the leave and again to do to do maths. And I keep thinking, I'm just going to study before the exam. I'm just going to study before the exam, you know? And this isn't even like a cool dream but me mean the nip, you know, with me laddo, you know? didn't need to mention my lad there i just did that just for a little gag just for a little gag because i thought i've nothing here on this maths thing uh what else geography c1 should have been a fucking b there was no oxbow lakes on the fucking thing there was no scree there should have been scree geography boring boring it was boring i told you i didn't get on well with my geography teacher i put his markers down the toilet and flushed them you know um and just fucking you know like, history teachers are normally like... They're like, I need to make this interesting, you know? Or I, I have the capacity to make this interesting. You know, you don't have people... You could say, you know, why did the fucking... What, what about, you know, 1930s Germany would have fostered the, you know... The attraction of the National Socialist Party? You could You could have conversations about that that would help you remember emotionally these details never did history should have done it right you can't be like can we all think about why an oxbow lake you know can we think of you know why a stone eventually erodes down into sand you know can we can we think why swash why backwash stalag tights because how did I remember this before all I'm thinking is titties and they are they hang titties from um, Stalag Titties and Stalag Mighty from the ground up. Rise. But that didn't even fucking come up, you know? Fuck all Stalag Tights. Fuck all Swashback Wash. Fuck all Freeze Thought Action. Even though I think that's all junior search stuff. Whatever. So there we are. B two in ordinary level Irish. c C two in higher level English. I got a B two in maths, uh, ordinary level. You know, well that was probably the one. That was probably the one which is like, look, I'm not going to fucking, I'm not going to impress anyone here. I'm doing fucking pass maths. The people, you know, I, I mean, I, it's it's impressive people who can do honors maths, right? People who can really get all the way to honors maths and then do well in honors maths. I know it. Sometimes it's a, you know, some people just it really clicks and they get it, and that's how their brain works. Um, but the drop-off was so severe. Like, can they not just say, look, I'm going to level with you kids here, right? Day one of fucking fifth, fifth year. Look to your pal to the left. Look at your pal to the right because they're not going to be here. This is honors maths. No one's going to make it. There's going to be three of you here and you're all going to be bullied, right? So why don't you just save this now? kind of guarantee that this that this is not going to be your future except that you can just maybe get by on B1 and then we can train you up with that you know although having said that if you do honours for a while and then drop down to pass you're like oh my god this is much easier but you know come on can you not fucking level with the kids being like we have a percentage of people who started doing honours maths and then finished and the percentage isn't very good so we can be honest with you here and say the majority you aren't going to make it instead they just make you feel like you're dumb you know they make it, oh, well, do you sure you want to drop back to honor, you know, to, you know, obviously they want to make it look like all the results are good, but they got to fucking, if they're not getting, if they're not teaching it well enough, do you know what I mean? Anyway, um, fucking geography, like fucking two years of listening to someone fucking shiting on, right? Listen to someone just shiting on and I come away with a C1. What a waste of time. Uh, Spanish, I got a C3, um, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It was the last exam. I couldn't give a fuck, Right. Irish and English and all that was like seventh of June. Spanish wasn't coming around. I'm actually. I'm like, I'm not gonna lie. I left. I left my Spanish exam early so I could go to the beach. My mates were at the beach. Okay. And I left my Spanish exam early. Okay. Okay. You got me. They were like, "Wow, Tony, you're really out here in no time." I'm like, "Yep." See, <laughs> adiós. <laughs> I'm going to la playa with my fucking amigos. You know. <laughs> I'm going to fucking Dali Mount Playa to have a couple of cervezas, ole <laughs> I'm fucking out of here. <laughs> See you later. Um, I enjoyed Spanish. I enjoyed Spanish. You know, it was always—it always just felt like I'm not having to go with the language, you know. But it just felt—it felt more entry level. It just felt—it felt less precious, you know. French just seemed very fucking. You better not get this fucking wrong, you know don't get this wrong you know <laughs> spanish was like hey it's okay you know it's okay c3 ah uh, you are you get you get a tres Spanish? it's okay you know French is kind of like oh you gotta you gotta set to oh <laughs> you know that's just the vibe that I got so i i, I didn't I didn't really mind that a1 in physics here we go a1 in physics, baby. Ordinary level physics, baby. A1 in ordinary level physics. Um, and that was something I didn't plan on, uh, doing an ordinary level of physics. I'd gone in there with the full intention of doing, um, doing honours physics, you know. It was one of those subjects. This was not like your standard, you know. Well, just in my school anyway. The majority of people did ordinary level maths. Half the people did ordinary level Irish. And, you know, it wasn't... A small percentage were doing ordinary level other subjects than that the majority were doing higher level subjects in my school you know um but then i remember on the day i was like i don't have a fucking clue what i'm doing this physics exam and then one of the people put down the ordinary level thing and then i looked at it and i was like Fuck, this is way easier than i thought and then they were like oh sorry that's the wrong one i was like no i'll take this one i'm like you sure i'm like yep i'll do it so i decided on the day to do ordinary level physics. Gone A1 baby. Yeah. Which is still fuck all. In the grand scheme of things right. Well not fuck all. But. Um, the. I thought ordinary level. And if you did well in it. That you would get like. That you get. Like 70 points. And you don't. I think you only get about 40 or 50. So. um, But I. I, I, I had the last laugh. Physics, as I said, was something that I, I kind of thought I can be like Batman, right? I'm going to be able to measure torque, uh, you know. I'm going to be able to figure shit out like that. Um, and you know what? To be perfectly honest, I didn't I didn't mind it. I didn't I enjoyed it, you know, because there was things like gravity and rocket science and things that go along with that and fire. I remember asking, oh god, I remember asking uh, this is in sixth year, right? And I'm doing I'm doing higher level physics. And I was just bored, right? And it was towards the end of the year. And I said, sir, I know, like, we have, and this is not chemistry, right? But I was like, I'm just, so I'm just curious, right? You know the way, like, we have the the fucking, and I said it exactly like this. It's like, you know the way we have the fucking uh, table of the elements, like, tel- table of all the elements and all that, right? You see, there's stuff like carbon and bloody lead and all this. What about fire? And he goes, what? And I was like, yeah, just like, you know, like, you got like aluminium and fucking lead and all and carbon and helium and all these things. And And I'm like, what about fucking fire? sir? where's fire? (laughs) 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 Like fully, fully expecting him to be like, oh, shit, we forgot fire. You know, like I really thought I had him fucking. I thought I had science over the barrel. Yeah, all you bloody quacks in physics, all your kooks. Well, a young boy today, a young boy, the innocence of a child, 18-year-old boy, discovered today fire, missing element. And he's like, well, and he, was, he was laughing at me. He was laughing at me. And all those fucking higher maths lads were laughing at me as well. But they were like, um, well, he very like diplomatically. Said, um, well, Tony, uh, fire, uh, fire is a state. You know, like, um, like all of these elements can be on fire. And I was like, yeah, but like, what? A, you know, when like a tree is on fire, what is that? You know, I'm trying to like. And I he's like, well, a trees mostly carbon. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm fucking bored now. Forget it. I thought I had science over a barrel, and I didn't. Next up, uh, economics. Now, this is you know. Okay, I didn't agree here, right? D3. D3 in economics, okay? I told you before, I'd read everything about Adam Smith becoming a gypsy fighter, and then none of that came up in the exam, and I was fucked, okay? Also, this exam happened three weeks into the leave insert. It was one of the last ones. I was like, I think I have enough. (laughs) I think I have enough now. Uh, Yeah, you're all right, economics. You're sound. Thanks very much. No, you're all right, sir. Uh, I think I've got enough points now. Uh, I'm just going to write my name and then fuck off. Um... Economics I don't remember much from But I mean it wasn't that You know come on It was just dense It was just textbook dense They could have made it more interesting You know better examples could have been given It's just too much fucking information Do you know what I mean And this is the whole thing about the leaving sir right Just tell me what it is Like when I show up When I show up At a job right Any job Every job that I've done Like say if I If I If I started a job as a sound engineer right And then they were like, all right, I need you to sort this out. I need you to rig this thing up, um, this mixing desk with these microphones and hook it up to these speakers, right? I'd get on YouTube and I'd figure it out, you know? Or I would look up online for a tutorial and I'd figure it out, you know? We're not giving each other enough credit for the day-to-day learning that we actually are picking up. And I know some of us go back to education and some of us go back and do a master's and all this stuff. You are learning every single day you're on YouTube. And do not forget the fact that you are, like... Even though you might be made feel because the system has been rigged in recent years to mean that you can't afford a house, that you've been made feel like because you didn't pick one thing, that you know, you're flip-flopping, you don't know what you want. Let me tell you what you are. You, right? You are a highly intelligent, adaptable, dynamic, versatile, impressive person. What you are able to teach yourself on YouTube would blow the minds of all these old fucks that they're tearing down statues of all around the world, right? All these old fucks, right? You are highly impressive. Just because right now you feel less than your parents, you are an incredible and a very intelligent person. How you communicate right now is almost telepathic in terms of meme creation and dynamic and commenting on things. You taught yourself all that. You taught yourself that. Everything else that you were taught, like walking and talking and all this stuff from your parents, you taught. You have taught yourself this technology in your hand, right? You have taught yourself voice messages and memos in WhatsApp, and you've then taught your parents. You are a very impressive person. And also, you are adaptable. You are skilled in many things. It might not just be one aspect of engineering. So if you want to do this, you want to be a fucking social media, uh, you know... Uh, social media manager you know for a few years do that and then if you want to go off and work in a restaurant do that change it up right but when i look at my results i know i didn't know what i wanted to do and i should have just been like i'm gonna try that for a while i'm gonna try that for a while and i'm telling you this looking at these results i am i wasted enough time doing shitty topics doing shitty topics i didn't want to do which led to me not getting the points that i wanted Which led to me not getting the degree I wanted and wasting time, wasting time, wasting time. I'm not wasting any more time. I am either saying, and this is not mine. This is something from Tim Ferriss's podcast. If it's something that comes up, I'm either saying fuck yes or I'm saying no. I'm not wasting any more time doing anything I don't want to do, right? And that's, that's where I'm going to leave you. I love you. You were impressive. And let me ask you this. This isn't some philosophical question I'm asking you to do me a favor here, right? If you can do me a favor, right? If you're listening to this podcast on Apple, on Apple, iTunes, or don't even think it's iTunes anymore, however it is in Apple Podcasts, can you go on? While you're listening to this now, go on there and leave a review. If you haven't already, if you have, thank you very much. But If you could please leave a review, help this podcast jump up the charts. Another thing you could do is on uh, Spotify. If you haven't already, if you could go onto Spotify and hit follow, right? And then you can follow me on this podcast and then you'll be updated as to when the new podcasts pop up. And also what I'm going to be doing, hopefully, is maybe releasing a handful of Patreon episodes. So you're getting a little bonus. They'll be out of the ordinary. They won't necessarily be on Tuesdays. So if you follow me on that, you'll get notified about that. But if you want to get more pods, I also have an extra podcast every single week on the Patreon with a bonus one thrown in in the month. Five extra podcasts a month. There's a movie podcast in that. I've just about finished doing all of the Star Wars prequels. I'm talking about them. I have a podcast about my rocker history. I have a podcast about my favorite toys growing up. I've got a podcast about my favorite emo songs. I've got information about me being the first kid in Ireland to have Pokemon for the Game Boy. All sorts of stuff going on on the Patreon there. It's just the price of a pint a month. And that's it. Even if you want to trial it, it is the start of the month. If you want to trial it, Get in there, and if you get out before the end of the month, you won't even be charged. You'll only be charged at the first of the month. Maybe shouldn't be telling you that, but look, give it a go. If you want to stick with it, let me know. And give it a little lash that way. Um, in the meantime, guys, thank you very much for letting for letting this now be my life and having to never sit through a fucking oxbow lake again. Mashido Arish.